Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Welcome back, you fine and fabulous souls. Welcome to the Beautiful Souls podcast. If you are here for the first time, thank you. How did you hear about this? I'm super grateful that you're here. Um, and I wanted to speak about something today. The reason, the way that these podcasts work, guys, just because this is who I am and how I live at this moment in time, is I really like to go with what themes are in my life at the moment. And some things that usually is stuff that has come up for me um, and lessons that I can share from that space. And one of the things in the sense of, of course, you guys have seen the podcast title today is really making sure that we prioritize our mental health. Whew, baby, is this important. And I want to go into this today and you have been called here for a reason and I'm telling you that this is your reminder that your mental health is at top priority. Your mental well-being is at the top priority. It's not at the bottom of the list. It's at the very, very top because when you do things for your own mental well-being, you're going to show up better. You're going to love better. You're going to be a better human being. You're going to show up for your family, for your job, for your parents. Oh my gosh, I'm recording this on October 22nd right now and it's 2-2-2, so I feel like this is magic. Um... (laughs) And so the reason that I want to share this is because I really felt in my own sense um, a real big shift in the past couple weeks. So I'm currently in Vancouver, Canada, and we have just moved into fall, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the cozy sweaters. I love a warm drink. I love the beautiful trees. I love the fire on like I'm feeling all of these things. But one of the downfalls of fall um, in Canada, probably everywhere, is it gets colder and it gets darker and it starts raining a lot. And so the previous week to this week, which would be last week, and I just said that really weird, um, I had gotten my period. And if this makes you uncomfortable talking about my period, I just want you to know that, you know, half the population has periods and we got to just normalize it. So I get to talk about the fact that I have my period and it just gets to be completely okay. Um, 
so yeah, I had my period. And whenever I have my period, it is like an internal winter. And I just wanted to rest more and be inside more. And consequently, it was a week of like consistent rain. Um, and I didn't do the things that I know make me feel alive. Um, because you know, when you're just not feeling it, um, and, and, and that's okay. We have these seasons for a reason because it gives us the reminder. But what I noticed after about a week of not necessarily doing the things that make me feel good. And these like, guys, these are not fucking rock and science things, right? Like for me, this is like making sure I get outside and making sure I move my body, making sure I drink water. For me, it's getting in the ocean, doing cold dips. It makes me feel alive. I also like go to a sauna because I find that that really helps. Um, You know, like getting, uh, like having less screen time and social media time. And so I kind of let those things slip. And I really noticed at the beginning of this week that I was like, I was feeling really crappy. Oh, and one of the things as well is like what I was eating too, because food has a big thing to do with it, right? Like if we are eating crap, we're going to feel like crap. Um, And so, you know, don't get me wrong, guys, like love chocolate. I'm a big lover of chocolate and I'm a big lover of like treating yourself. Okay. Um, (laughs) but there also is like a line, right? Where you, if you eat, you know, too much of it, you're going to feel shitty. So I woke up on Monday morning and I was just feeling really like, you know, when you feel really tired and really lethargic and you just kind of feel like oil is pumping through your blood vessels. Um, and you kind of just want to go back to bed and, and you feel really dark in your head and in your mind. Um, And, you know, whenever I have those moments, it's always like a really good check-in. Okay, cool. Like, how can I recalibrate? Because I know that this isn't my normal. I actually usually have great sleeps. I wake up with a pretty good amount of energy. Um, And I, I usually have a relatively, like, like good well-being, you know, in the sense like um, I do not personally struggle from depression. I have depressive states, of course, but I do not struggle from depression. Um, and if you do, that is okay and know that you're supported in your love no matter what. Um, but I just noticed that I was just feeling down and that's not as normal for me. And I wasn't feeling sad. Like there wasn't any reason for it. Right. Because I, I always do this thing where I like to go to the source point. If you've been in my worthy workshop or a self-worth workshop, you would know um, you find the source. Like where is this coming from? Right. Like the, the root. It's not just that I'm not feeling good. It comes from something deeper. And I did this little reflection and scan over and I was like, oh, I haven't been doing the things that make me feel good okay, 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 got it. And this is the reason why I'm sharing this because when we're in those moments of like, you know, I'm having my period and I'm feeling like just want to cozy up and I don't want to move as much. It's okay. It's okay to have those moments. But, you know, sometimes we'll feel the later effect of those decisions like a week, two weeks afterwards. And it's not bad. I'm not making myself wrong. It is what it is and it's fine. And this is like, I've gotten a really good mindset around that. And, you know, if you are in my programs, if you listen to my podcast, we don't make ourselves wrong. There's nothing wrong that I did, but we're just learning from it. Um, And it just like gave me this reminder. It's like, I need to do the things. And when I say I, like I'm encouraging you as well to do the things that in the moment, I don't necessarily want to do because I know overall it's going to make me feel better. And when I'm talking about things in regards to our mental health, we do sometimes we need to be proactive in making ourselves do these things, even when it's and especially when we don't want to do it. Right. Because 
And, and the things that I'm talking about are things like, you know, meditation, journaling, breathing, having a cold shower, jumping in the ocean, moving your body, getting into nature if you can, you know, having less screen time, making sure you're getting enough sleep, moving your body and resting your body, eating food that makes your body feel good, right? These are those things. Like, it's not freaking rocket science. I'm not telling you anything that you can't find on freaking Google. This is all basic. Like, we all want to have this secret hack, right? We want to have the secret hack that's it's like special and mind-blowing and it's gonna like help us like overcome and overdo everything but it's like most of the stuff that is really good out there for us not only is free but it's like people have been talking about this for years and so it really and this it just gave me this reminder made me want to talk about this podcast today because we need to be proactive in these things and so doing them when we don't want to do them right? Doing the things when we don't want to do them because we know the end result is going to actually make us feel better. We know the end result is going to make us feel better, but in the moment, I don't want to freaking go for a run. I want to sit in my bed. (laughs) In the moment, maybe I don't want to eat the thing that probably is going to make me feel a lot better instead of eating the greasy thing or whatever it is, right? In the moment, I don't freaking want to get into the cold shower or the freezing cold ocean, but holy crap, do I feel alive afterwards every freaking time I do it. And this is as well comes from this practicing this muscle, this muscle of self-discipline. And I know sometimes you guys can hear this and you're going to have like a whole body reaction to me saying self-discipline and like wanting to vomit. <laughs> and so when I say self-discipline and I, I think that I've really had to rewire my um, relationship with self-discipline because I know that, oh, like it also has a bad rap, self-discipline, right? Self-discipline means getting up at 4.30 every day for the gym and then counting your macros and then grinding and working on your side hustle on the side. And if you don't, you're lazy. Oh my gosh. I saw this Instagram post the other day from somebody and basically they were saying all these reasons why people like don't work out and it's like they're lazy. I'm like, whoa, that is really unhelpful language and not going to help anyone because if they're lazy, it's not just the fact that they're lazy. They probably have something underlying that they need to you know work on and so you calling them lazy isn't going to help anything that's just me being really defensive of you um and also there's nothing wrong with being lazy but it's all in balance and this is where like I want you guys to understand it all comes with a level of balance allowing ourselves to do the things that you know are the resting are the you know making us feel good but also have the self-discipline to be like and the masculine energy to be like okay cool I need to move my body today I didn't do it yesterday I'm gonna do it I don't want to freaking want to do it but I'm gonna do it even if it means for going for a 30 minute walk I'm gonna sit down and do this meditation even though I don't want to do it because I know it's going to make me feel better. I'm going to make sure that I get off my freaking phone before 10 p.m. so that I can actually get a good night's sleep and not be freaking pinging from seeing all the blue light on the screen. If you guys aren't sleeping well and you have your phones like locked to your eyes before you're going to sleep, like that's one of the reasons, okay? They're they're, they're not there to help you get to sleep. <laughs> they're there to keep you awake and keep you distracted. So, make sure that you are doing these things in your life. And it's gonna feel hard at first for some of them, okay? It's gonna feel hard. But when I'm talking about these things, these are the things that they might, you might not wanna do them in the moment, but you know afterwards you feel freaking good. You know that you're gonna get out of moving your body and be like, I'm glad that I did that. 
even if it feels can feel really hard in the moment. One of the things that really helps me when I um, kind of get in these moods and guys like I'm so human, please, please, I'm not superhuman. I'm human, but I've just have all these like little mindset hacks from all of these years of being an athlete and kind of being in this realm that help me. And one of my things is like, I don't, I can't allow myself to think about it very much. If you're thinking about doing something for more than like five minutes, like the likelihood is you're probably going to be sitting there for an hour or, and and then finally do it or just not do it because we talk ourselves out of it. And I love to use this example. Oh my gosh. Oh, the pool has helped me so much in my life. This example from people that jump off the diving board. I have spent many years in a pool, as you may know, if you know my history. Um, and usually we're in the deep tank where that diving board is. And these diving boards are like anywhere from five to 10 meters high. So they're really freaking high. And when you get to the top and you look over the edge, you realize that, holy crap, that feels high. And your brain tells you, oh my God, I'm going to die. I can't do it. And there are two types of people because I have, oh, human behavior is so interesting, right? There's the people that just run and freaking jump. They're like, woof, it's we I can't overthink this. And then there's the people, and this happens at, at, at anywhere I've been in the world, and I lived in quite a few places in the world, different pools, different cultures, different backgrounds, all genders. There's the people that walk over the edge and look at it. And they're like, holy crap, that's really freaking high. And then they walk back. And then they sit there for another five minutes and they walk back again. Oh, that's really freaking high. No, can't do that. Then they walk. And most of the time, guys, most of the time they'll walk down the stairs and not jump off the diving board because they've psyched themselves out because they were thinking about it too much. So in the sense of these things, and I'm not, these are not rocket science things, like moving your body, you know, going for a walk, doing a meditation, drinking some water, like, you know, going out into nature, really don't allow yourself to think about it too much. You know, don't allow yourself to contemplate it. Sometimes it's really helpful to be like, okay, I'm doing this five minutes later. I'm, I'm out the door and I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm not going to be because if I think about it, holy crap, I'm going to be there for a while. And my brain is going to come up with 67 valid reasons why I should not do this right now. Because <laughs> our brain will always keep us in our comfort zone. So all of these things that, you know, is so important on our path to just living our best life is, you know, understanding how our brain works. Our brain isn't always on our side. Our brain wants us to live in a hamster bubble and never face any threats in our entire life. It is not on our side. So it really helps to kind of make the decision. And then if you guys have ever heard of Mel Robbins, like the five second rule to just be like, okay, giving myself five seconds, five, four, three, two, one, boom, I'm up. We're going for this. Not going to think about it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> because the longer we spend thinking about it, sometimes the less likely we're actually going to do it. But in the long run, these things are going to serve you. The same goes for things like I know um, with therapy, you know, so many people don't want to go to therapy, but they feel so good afterwards. And even in the sense of therapy, or maybe it's working with a coach or being in a program or reading a book or listening to a podcast. It's not just doing the thing when your mental health is already down. This is what I really want you guys to understand. When your mental health is already suffering, and, and I say this from a place of love, we know that's too late. We know that you probably should have reached out for help like a week ago or a month ago if your mental health is deeply suffering. But doing them proactively, doing them proactively because knowing we need the support as human beings to be our best selves. And most of us, 99.999% of us in this society, in this world, we really thrive with community and accountability. 
So leaning on the support of people around you, booking the freaking therapy session when you feel okay, because you don't want to wait till you don't feel okay. Joining the program maybe when you feel okay, because you don't want to wait till when you don't feel okay. Still moving your body when you feel okay, even when you, you know, like, so you don't have to get to the place where you don't feel okay. And I'm not saying this from a hustle till you grind and die type of way. That's not what I mean. It's just being really proactive in these things so we can really regulate our overall joy. Because I do speak with lots of women and sometimes when they are in this state that is, and maybe they do suffer from depression and then they are getting help from that. And I do understand and that that's really important as well. And please, please, please always reach out for help from a professional if you are suffering like that. Um, But, you know, I, I ask people if they're feeling really down you know, and it, it kind of gets us in a loop, right? I was like, have you, have you been outside? Have you, you know, gotten some sunshine on your face? Have you been grounding? Have you, have you touched the earth? Have you drank, have you drank water? Have you moved your body? Have you done a meditation? Have you journaled? And usually the answer to all of those questions is no. And I'm not saying this out of like shame on you. No, no, no. But it's like, it ha- kind of happens is when we need the things the most, we stop doing them the most right? And then we wonder why we're in this state when we realize we haven't actually been doing the things that allow us to feel our most vital and to feel our most joyous and to feel our most alive. So it's really powerful to be proactive with these actions before it creeps up on us. And if it does creep up on you, that's okay. There's nothing wrong. Now we just have feedback from the world, the universe, and our mind to do better. We don't make ourselves wrong here, guys. We do not make ourselves wrong. We just know that we get to do better. But we need to be proactive in these things because or else it will creep up on us. And if you are living in North America, we are going into winter. (laughs) And it can be hard in those times, you know, just literally with less sunlight that can affect you. So what can you proactively do to make sure that your overall well-being is supported? Because if your overall well-being isn't being supported, it's literally going to drain away from every aspect of your life. And maybe those the things that you can do to support your well-being is to rest. Maybe it is to move. You know, self-love is really important. Like, I love to use this perspective. Self-love is like being that tough, loving mother. Sometimes self-love is moving our body and sometimes self-love is rest. Sometimes self-love is going and eating the freaking burger and sometimes it's eating the healthy meal. Self-love sometimes is allowing yourself to be on social media and sometimes it's stopping yourself. There's no perfect prescription for self-love and it's not the same for everyone. It is in duality and it's based on what you're doing and what your body needs. If we go too far on one or the other, we're going to feel shit but we get to balance and be in between. And it's a much more beautiful way to live when we come from that perspective. What does the self-love part of me need today? Sometimes that part of you is tough and like, get the fuck up, my friend, get up. You can do this. Come on, get your ass off the bed and let's get outside. (laughs) And sometimes it's like, slow down. You've done enough. Let's curl up in bed and watch Netflix. It gets to be both things. Just remember that and be proactive in doing the things that are going to help your mental health and well-being thrive. Do them when you feel like you might not need to, 
so you don't get to the point where it's too late and you need to. Be proactive in the actions. And if it does slide, that is okay. You are human. We still love you. It's all good. But this is my reminder for you today. So going away from this podcast, what can you proactively do to support your mental health and well-being this week? What can you proactively do to support your mental health and well-being this week? And hot tip, my friends. Honestly, this, this, is, this is my thing that always helps my mental health. Getting in nature. And it depends where you live, but honestly, like get to a park. <laughs> I notice if I'm not in nature, like in, in the forest, in the trees, touching the trees, on the mountain, like, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, it really affects me. I, fi- I really find that there's, I don't know, I just get happiness from being in the trees. It just, the, the energy of nature is, it really positively affects me and most people. So that's your hot tip. How can you get out in nature? Get outside. It's going to make you feel better. And most of these freaking things are free, my friends. So that's my little tidbit of wisdom bomb with you today. Listen to this whenever you need and share it with a friend if they need it as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. You are magic. You are amazing. Know you are freaking worthy. You are so worthy to step into and achieve whatever you desire. I have seen it happen over and over and over and over again. So believe in yourself. Love yourself. Know you are amazing. And I will see you next time. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.